0: Today we're taking a look at Acts chapter 15, verses 1 through 4, and this section of scripture is about the dispute over circumcision in the early church. The introduction of Hebrew traditions and rules into the church started way back in the early church. Why do you think that we have this record of the introduction of Judaism back into the Christian church? It is to show us how the enemy operates to dilute and to cancel out the gospel of grace that the Apostle Paul preached to the Gentiles. The church is not bound by Hebrew or Jewish rules, traditions, or observances. However, there have always been men who creep into the church to try to infect God's people with this religious leaven. In this instance, these men were attempting to teach that in order to be saved a man had to be circumcised. This is in direct contradiction to the gospel of grace which Paul preached. We see Paul and Barnabas immediately disputed with these false teachers because they recognized this religious false gospel, and this false spirit of the devil attempting to infiltrate the church. How does the devil attempt to destroy the church? From what we have seen so far in the book of Acts, he inspires religious people to persecute and kill true disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Afterwards, he also stirs up those who are given to dead religion. He then stirs up unbelievers in government, business, and society to also persecute true believers in Jesus. Now we see yet another strategy the enemy uses in his war against the church. He sends false brethren who teach doctrines of devils. A doctrine of devil will minimize or even make the the work of Christ's sacrifice on Calvary irrelevant. If circumcision is needed in order to be saved, then why did Jesus have to die on the cross? If we can do anything to earn our salvation, or indeed do anything to further our spiritual growth through striving to obey laws, then Christ's work upon Calvary was not enough. Do you see why this is so horrible when people add to or take away from the gospel? In essence, these men were denying the true gospel by adding to it and thereby rendering the message void of salvation. How many people are out there who follow all the church rules and traditions but have no true saving faith in Christ because they have never heard the simple gospel? How many religious people are in churches how many are there who are not even saved? False gospels in today's world abound. We see the beginning of the work of false gospels here in this chapter. May the Lord give us discernment and wisdom so that we are not deceived by false gospels of men. Well guys, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and the Lord give you peace.